hola madridistas welcome back to a uh, crisis episode <laughs> let's call it the crisis episode uh, of less burial podcast um hope you guys have been doing good cuz you know we know for the fact that the team hasn't been helping uh you know the mental state of uh, its supporters in any manner um but uh, a new year i i thought a new, the new year would bring in some much needed luck much needed turn of form much needed uptick in 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 results but it has uh, seldom been the case um, all throughout post the world cup um but before we get into it welcome the esteemed panel jacob and farooq how are you guys doing um hope you guys been holding up well yeah yeah so you can feel it it's been a frustrating couple of days or weeks rather but then yeah it is what it is mm. fair enough fair enough so uh today we are going to try and discuss how to break down what has been you know uh, a recurring theme in all great carlos teams a uh, combination of fatigue mental exhaustion you know just <laughs> probably being second best uh without the ball for prolonged periods even against mediocre opposition uh genuinely takes its toll on players um faru was a big advocate of uh, our playing style lacking a clear identity last season and uh, something something genuinely happened you know post february faru we all remember like how pessimistic we were about our chances especially in the champions league but somehow you know uh, the magic of karim benzema and vinicius uh pulled us through but uh the signs are fortunately this time around doesn't look you know as uh comforting doesn't look as solid um like the year before if if we if we re- rewind it back to a year uh we had a similar slump in form around this time um like even without the world cup uh, loss away at espanol uh, if i remember which which stung you know um Uh, which was an ideal like uh, that that was the tipping point for me uh, i remember but there have been like way too many you know uh, tipping points this time around add add the world cup in qatar to the mix uh, you know it's it's a very uh, you know uh, toxic combination um let's get into it without wasting much further time yeah uh, so all of us the guys on the panel like we decided uh like we're going to break it down into like four segments and kind of go um and try um try and understand like what has been going wrong uh with this great side let's not get it twisted it, this is a great great side um it might not pack the galaticos or it not it might not pack the the best uh players in their in their positions in the in, in in Europe but it still is a very good side won a historic double you know under a year ago so there is quality clearly there is quality there but something doesn't seem to just uh, you know tick at the moment um so the four segments is going to be midfield wing backs the attack and obviously don carlo so let's start with the midfield um who who wants to tackle midfield first 
Uh, so, I mean, <clears throat> we can discuss the midfield, but the thing, you know, I just want to firstly address is the fact that, you know, uh, we sit here and we just, you know, uh, everyone, I don't know, or most of the people at least that I heard have discussions with anyone, you know, both pinpoint the fact that, oh, like, Truman is missing and Truman is here, Truman isn't there. But I just like to draw them back to the fact that, you know, even Truman's last appearance was shambolic. He was all after 60 minutes because it was just pure garbage. The point right now is about the fact that honestly, like, there's too much miles in the leg of Tony. Uh, sorry, in the legs of Luka Modric right now, and Tony Cruz is just not a holding midfielder. This is just yeah. he's not a lone pivot. I mean, even during his pump, he wasn't. He like, just he can't do the exactly. Just can't it's the end of his career, so it's not just gonna happen. You know, mm. that's the thing. It's not just gonna happen. And Kamavinga is so rash and so young that. Asking him to do so much in such a little time also, it's unfair as well to him, you know. And then it's left with who? No one. It's Danny Ceballos. Or, I don't know, but I just feel like, you know, people will also would like to, you know, oh, this and that, that person, this person. I mean, these are the things we have, and this is what has worked for us, you know, uh, in the past uh, couple of years. But what we just have to see right now is that even players like Ververde, you know, like that intensity, that aggressiveness, you know, that winning back of the ball, that pressing, you know, it's no longer there, it's gone. And I could recall, I know before the World Cup, like people were saying, oh, like people have their minds on the World Cup, people have their minds on the World Cup, that's why they are not playing. I mean, the World Cup has been over for a month now, so where are these guys still? Yeah. If if I, like, I've I've always been a strong advocate of, you know, uh, like, like our team genuinely just slamming the brakes, you know, like, like uh, you know, pulling pulling the handbrakes on, um, uh, like for 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 the for the times like time period between like say November to you know whenever uh, the uh, the knockouts begin, it has always been the case all throughout. Uh, you know, me following Real Madrid, but uh, you add the World Cup to the mix, you just you just don't have the energy to you know kickstart it again. Like the juice is sadly not there. Especially when core players like Modric has been playing the amount of minutes he has been playing, um, it, it it becomes uh, an uphill battle to actually uh, ask him to do much. And like you, you made some great points, Farooq. You know, like uh, Chouamini has been great, but in my opinion, I think uh, post the World Cup when he came back, like I don't think he had much left in him to you know give out. The performances he had, you know, pre World Cup, uh, and look at him now. Like he's he's struggling with fitness, and uh, hopefully, him coming back is is gonna glue things together. That's that's what the board hopes is gonna happen. Uh, but like like I said, you know, like it's it's not so easy to you know like regain that 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 sharpness, uh, especially uh, like after the World Cup. And then, but then, what do you see to Fede Valverde then? He went out in the first round of the World Cup. He literally had three weeks of breaks. I mean, Chouameni, hats off, respect. I have literally nothing to say to the man. Luka mm-hmm. Modric, I have nothing to say to the man. But what do you see to Kamavinga? Kamavinga was just sitting on the bench for the whole France journey, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fede was at the World Cup, I've exited in the first round. Mm-hmm. So what do you see to these guys? What battery do they lose to recharge? They've gotten enough rest. It's what's the, what's the excuse? With, with Fede's thing, with thing, from uh, what I read on Twitter, especially and uh, on 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 our subreddit, um, 
uh, it, it it seems like he he has some personal issues going on at least that's what his wife uh posted on instagram um so like there's something genuinely you know like not right um behind the scenes for fede i think that's 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 the thing that has been holding him back and let's let's be honest before the world cup when everybody was kind of in 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 cruise mode and not really you know uh pushing it it was fede's rockets that saved us you know like i know was... that but the thing the thing is this why i'm actually pinpointing fede for where he is that because four games before the world cup fede was yeah. garbage four games before the world cup Mm-hmm. I can't recall the exact numbers, but I know it's about the game around Leipzig and a couple of games before the World Cup in the league as well. Fede yeah. was garbage in those games. Mm-hmm. Pure, utter garbage. You can go back and check that. So it's not yeah. like it's something that happened, you know, post-World Cup. Yeah, I know, like, we had a month where literally, like, Fede was just shooting from touchy range and that was the way we were, you know, uh, you know, running out and with the victories and one way or another. I know that. But three, four games before the World Cup started, his performance dropped to a whole new low. Mm-hmm. And after the World Cup, it's just been similar. Obviously, I mean, uh, if the man has some personal issues of the field that uh, is bothering him, obviously, like, I mean, uh, all yes. that and you have to, you know, we're all human beings, so we have to, you know, uh, pay respect to that and hopefully hope that he resolves it as soon as possible. And, you know, making as making a segue into that, Jacob, like, do you do you think Carlo has been deploying him in 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 inconsistent positions, like all throughout his, his, his uh, tenure with us? that he kind of seems to second-guess what he needs to do next. You see him tucking inside way too much and kind of being the fourth man in midfield, which has helped us a lot, which genuinely made us win the double last season. But this season, it, it seems like he doesn't know what to do. Like, do you agree with that, Jacob? Okay. Um, there are There's a reason for that, right? Uh, so last season, whenever Fede tucks in, there was always yeah. someone else to go ahead and uh, fill his uh, space that he leaves behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Carvalho. Yeah. Danny Carvalho used to do that. But this season, he just... Danny can't do it, man. Like He's pretty mm-hmm. much on his last legs. Uh, mm-hmm. You saw the like the run that uh, Balde uh, had against Carvajal. Like, there was a clear indicator to see how the different uh, levels was, are between these two. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine like how he was being let, you know, like run riot like that because Carlo clearly should have done something. Like he he could see like all of us that Danny Carvajal couldn't keep up with uh, Barca's left hand side, exactly. but yet there was there was no uh, measures taken. Exactly, and one more reason is like uh, usually uh, Luka Modric also on the right side. He tends to press high up whenever Valverde tucks back or uh, covers yeah. Carvajal. But this season, yeah. like uh, as we all know, like uh, Modric is also really really tired. Carlo is not going to start him against the... He started very, very well. Remember, like, Modric was on fire the first two months. He was exceptional, exceptional. Standing ovation after standing ovation. But, you know, like, overplaying a man who's 38 soon is insane. It's okay. insane. Like, I, I don't know what the board expects. I don't know what Carlo expects. Um, like, the, 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 like... We we could have sorted this out um, when we had the chance. At least last summer, like someone not high profile like Bellingham, at least a stopgap because we knew, we always knew that this midfield, um, including Casemiro, uh, is not sustainable, it, and it's not down to their quality or or like game intelligence or anything. It's just down to you know athleticism and and the age. 
it, it's it's not a joke it's not a joke especially with the with the with the world cup you know world cup year uh, alongside it like it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense and yeah like brilliant points um fede clearly benefited from you know that help uh, overlapping or under under underlapping um when when facing specific opposition like it helped them thrive but now since our wing backs are so poor you know which which we can move on to next um uh, so poor at the moment our our great sides if you guys recall like over the past 10 plus years like we always had very very good you know uh wing backs whether it be marcelo whether it be you know carvajal at its prime uh in his prime um whether it is abeloa who who could do a job you know fabio coentrao who could do a job uh now it seems like we are in dire straits for a position that we used to boss at um farooq i want to come to you we always knew mendy wasn't the guy going forward but in my opinion at least he does his defensive bits uh better than danny at least on the other hand danny doesn't contribute much going forward anyway at this moment so that's the thing right so uh danny carvalho you know on his day is one of, he remains one of the best fullbacks in the game actually but the question now becomes when is that day hmm. <laughs> this this is this is the question now when is that day you know the point is we remember you know uh, how much you know i also personally going into the final you know yeah. with luis diaz i was really scared about that because luis diaz was most likely the most informed winger in europe at that time mm-hmm. you know and carvalho literally pocketed him you know he showed to us that okay this is what he's capable of you know any mm-hmm. winger on their day meets carvalho on his day he should be scared of carvalho not the vice versa yeah yeah So that's the thing but the point is age has gone and similarly Carvalho's competition is Odriozola and even before Odriozola plays Militao plays even forget the lord man forget i mean the lord can be you know something else i mean Militao plays before Odriozola plays man i mean i i'm even sure a time will come where Rudiger will play before Odriozola i think even Rudiger did right Rudiger did if i'm not mistaken as well i mean these guys all play before Odriozola plays and that brings about a certain you know kind of a lax attitude i'm just going to bring complacency, complacency is the word complacency i'm going to bring a case in point to you which you actually rightly pointed out you know i personally you know based on what i uh, how i uh, understood the game was that marcelo was able to achieve, become what marcelo become because he had competition from fabio quadrado who was a bona fide superstar in his own right you know even i could recall you know like carvajal came back he pushed arbeloa also you know and there was that stiff competition there and carvajal also came to the fore because of this because you're competing with people who are like internationals you know mm. people who are like superstars in their own way right we also forget you know danilo was a meme but he could do a job and he exactly. gave up exactly. competition exactly mm. i mean danilo is captain uv right now man yeah Yeah. So I mean that's the thing like we always had that you know that as you rightly pointed out like the fullback was always a a fortress for us you know the fullback position be it the left or the right you know but yeah. right now it's just all about the fact that we're stuck in a cycle where it's just either Carvajal or Carvajal Yeah yeah it's yeah. a great yard it's a great yard um, so, honestly like one thing also we also know is that Carvajal has never been the most you know durable player you know we've seen he missed two Champions League finals and what is and what is and what is you know But one thing we've always known is that 
if he comes on the field, he gives you all he can. But yeah. honestly, for the past two and a half years, he got so complacent to borrow a word tonight. It's mm. been a lot of complacency in that in that regard, honestly. And mm. I think that's one of the I mean, we could see how what happened with Baldi, man. I mean, it was just I'm not a footballer, I don't play football, but I mean it was I just I was at the point where I'm thinking, like, man, just give me a free contract, man. I'm gonna play and at least I will I will bring what's case scenario I will get the red card, but I'm going with Baldi, man. I will break his leg and I will also, you know, end my career there. I mean, that's just the thing, man. Mm. I don't honestly, it's just me as well. Like while like people people who have been watching us long enough and the guys on the panel know that you know like I'm not the tactics guy. Like I just watch the game and go by what I see. I test is everything for me. Like I don't delve into oh like who is taking up what positions or who is covering for who. I expect the players to execute you know the game plan to win the game. That's it. Like I don't I don't. Uh, like bang bang the drum of oh we tactically outclassed uh you know like x manager x team blah 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 it doesn't matter when you see this crest on 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 my chest it means yeah. we that's it you know there, there is there is no ifs or buts we just need to get the job done and win and uh, that has been carlos saving grace we all know he's not he's not the greatest uh, you know tinker uh, with with you know tactics and whatnot, but we have to uh, like we'll get to Carlo, but we have to like place the blame on him as well for you know just not relying on at least the youth that we have. But it's yeah, it's uh, it's it's a topic that we would you know cover soon enough. But anything else to add, Jacob, regarding the defense? Um, in my opinion, Rudiger has been, I don't know, a shadow of himself post the World Cup. Before the World Cup, he had some bright moments. But after that, I don't know what's going on. Um, like, Vishal, you know, our tactical expert, like he said, like he struggles to bring the ball um, out from the defense and whatnot. You know, he also mentions that it probably might be because that we don't have Chuamani. But Rudiger is such, such a veteran. Like he's he's twenty nine years old, a Champions League winner, um, um, like bags of experience. Like, yes, he has had his criticisms when playing in a back four, but I don't understand like how you can be so inept, Jacob. Like, do, like, do you mind breaking us down the CB situation? Alaba has been struggling with injuries. Militao and and Rudiger is is never gonna work out. We. I always knew. See, I'm not the tactics guy. Eh? I'm not the tactics guy. But as a layman, I knew that two aggressive centre-backs are not going to work. They're going to be way out of positions, chasing meaningless cases, you know, lost causes, basically. Chasing lost causes, that's the word. These two guys have the tendency to chase lost causes to just um, put pressure, you know, on the attacker instead of keeping shape. Alaba was the guy or Nacho was the guy who was kind of, you know, like a little more conservative, a little more laid back, let the play develop and, you know, like wait for the chance to pounce. What is your take, Jacob? So with your point, like there's so many things to break down with Rudiger. Yeah. Like uh, when we uh, signed him on, uh, he was a veteran German player. He was a veteran uh, Chelsea player as well. And he was renowned for his uh, Bringing the ball out wide, he he could even. Like, like, a in the back three. 
in, in the back, back three. In a back three, yes. Uh, he, he, we know he has good passing range. We know he can bring the ball out with his dribbling. Uh, but he hasn't been able to do that confidently, at, at least so far in his Real Madrid career. Uh, that is one thing that Alaba can excel at. And as for his aggressiveness, like I feel like we get two versions of his Rudiger every time. Uh, either mm. we see him like chase for lost causes, like you said, or he's yeah. like so timid and you know he just lets the attacker come at him and then uh, makes the last goes for the last ditch tackle right before the attacker takes a shot. So I feel like he needs to find a common ground and uh, work it out with Militao as well because both of these guys mm-hmm. can't be doing like opposite things and they're also out of sync, especially as we saw in the Villarreal games and in the Clasico. Well, um, yeah, it is, it I, is exhausting. I don't about. really see a way out of this because uh, Militao is going to be Militao. Like, he does his job well. Like, if he is paired with a decent partner, like, we know he'll we'll get the best version out of him. With Rudiger, I'm not sure anymore. Uh, he has. I, I I'm just flabbergasted to see this the script flip because when we signed him, we ourselves like uh, had our reservations about him playing in a back four. I was a huge fan of Rudiger for his aggressiveness, like you mentioned. You know, for his uh, leadership qualities, um, like being vocal and whatnot. People on the panel used to argue that positionally he can't be a leader because he's very erratic um, at times, which I clearly see now. Um, you know, the uh, it's uh, the evidence is in 4K for everyone to see. But um, yeah, like you, like you, like you pointed out, Rudiger needs to you know like step it up, step it up. This is this is this is not the bridge. You know, you 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 can't jump you can't jump off it and 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 you know like close the chapter it's it is the biggest club in the world it is the most prestigious club in the world like we compete for everything like a loss is no ordinary loss when you're wearing the you know the white uh, white shirt and so um, Nate, like one more thing like one more like important reason that we signed uh, Rudiger was uh, to shore up our like offense uh, in the corners and uh, free kicks yeah, so, yeah. but if you notice, like so far, like I feel like Rudiger has taken like the worst headers that you could see, like expect from any kind of defender. Like he hasn't put them yes. on target, like or it, yeah. it, I've even seen like one of his headers go out for a uh, throw in rather than a goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the only good header I remember is when he put his head on the line, literally on the line against Leipzig, right, um, in the Champions League, but. Yeah, um, we have like I've always said that you know like we used to get so many goals from set pieces. Like it has gone down. I mean, come on, Cruz has has been taking one of the worst. I repeat, one of the worst corner kicks I've seen. Yeah. You know, Real Madrid players take, and nobody bats an eye. He still gets to take the next uh, corner. I don't understand like why why we are not utilizing maybe someone else to take corners. You know, like. I just don't understand. Anyway, anyway, the the defense situation needs to be sorted out a asap. Three clean sheets entire season. It's a joke, absolute my question, joke. My question this though is, you know, I just want to you know retouch on uh, the points that Jacob was making in this. Honestly, like I know this. I've always known this that Rudiger and Militao cannot play together. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. Why is Nacho not playing with Rudiger or Nacho not playing with Militao? Why? I mean, Why? we saw this in the Champions League last season. 
Alaba was out. It was Nacho and Militao, and it was a fantastic combo. Nacho, so good. So, so good. So, so good. Why? Like, why? 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 Really? Why? I mean, it's so simple, but I don't know why these coaches... Like, I mean, it's the same thing. Oh, I'm just going to deviate here. But it's the same thing with Antonio Conte, man. The man just comes and complicates everything. You chill. Calm down. We know you're a genius. No one is denying that. Yeah, we agree with that. But just do things basic, man. Just simple things, man. Make life simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Honestly. It doesn't have to be, man. Sunit, I swear to you, man, for the first time in my life, I was watching a Real Madrid game and I slept off. I swear. I swear, man. Wait, <laughs> it was just a Classico? No, it wasn't the Classico, man. It was a 1-0 victory against... Uh, it was after the World Cup. By a million, uh, two nil. It was 2-0, right? Yeah. Against, by, like, the first guy. Yeah. yeah, it was... Yeah, it was exactly... Against even Fresneda, the, the match against those guys. I, I slept off. I swear, Sunit, I slept off. Man, I don't know, man. Honestly. Long days. Long, long, long days. You know, uh, like the, 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 the defense situation is, is just, it's just a sorry sight. You know, like we, we need to sort this out. Rafa Marin is available in the academy. Nobody gives a fuck. <clears throat> I don't understand. Vinicius Tobias is there. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. Okay, don't, don't deviate, man. Let's just keep moving. We will get it when we, when we, when we go towards the end. Uh, the attack, you know, we have scored a lot of goals. Jacob was telling me, uh, it is not entirely, you know, uh, it is not like, like the majority of the blame can't be rested on the attack because the attack has been delivering on some level. But in my opinion, it's nowhere near cohesive, nowhere near as like instinctive like it used to be. Um, people can point fingers at Karim Benzema, who has dropped off, we knew this drop-off was coming. We knew this drop-off was coming even before we won the Champions League and the La Liga double. I used to say Mbappe and Haaland both should be of prime importance. Because, you know, like we, we are trying to get back to the very top. We did get back to the very top last season, but it was just through an anomaly. A season which was an anomaly in which, you know, Farouk said before we came on, uh, you know, to do the episode that, you know, Benzema was having one-of-a-kind season, which can't be replicated. You know, like, he himself knows. He knows his body can't do the same shit he did last season. So, we should have addressed this in the summer. If we don't address this, that if we couldn't address that in the summer, I would expect the board to at least look at a stopgap option. Fucking United signed Odin Igalo. Like, I don't want Igalo you know, like someone like Jacko, someone someone who can be the target man, you know, like give Benzema like at least 30 minutes rest, man. 30 fucking minutes. He's 35 years old. Like, you got to show these guys some mercy. Like, they have been run to the ground. Run to the ground. Uh, Rodrigo, huge fan of him. Huge fan of him. I, I have no idea why this tactical uh, twist in him being the second striker has been implemented you know like so much this season like I don't know like I see clear qualities that you know like might help Rodrigo excel in that position like he he has he has good awareness you know like can can link up with his teammates well uh, has good finishing ability but 
in my opinion he should be put out wide he should be the wide man workhorse who doesn't left the opposition left back to get out he should be on him that's what helped us so much if you notice the city game in which we made the comeback everybody talks about rodrigo's goals but it's his fucking work rate that led to those goals it is his pressure that he put on i don't remember who their left back was now was it jo cancelo i don't remember but it is his relentlessness that that helped us you know like like turn the tide people people are forgetting the basics like what farooq said that's what i feel jacob and farooq the floor is yours the attack well, actually so see the thing is this one right we got stuck even i myself you know like i uh, i totally uh, i also you know want you know to see eden hazard eventually you know succeed and do something and do something what is not let, let's not waste time talking about hazard no, i mean i'm just i'm just trying to you know, read the whole maths why we get why we got to this position so which you made a very valid point like why yeah. isn't there a soft striker for benzema at a team like real madrid it's impossible how can mariano be the only substitute striker you have in you might have went and bought in legost Like we could have done with the Vegas. So that's, that's 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 the thing, you know. Like I don't know how Carlo Ancelotti got. I mean, as a fan, I have the right to get you know suckered into fantasy dreams, right? Mm. But I mean, yeah, coach with Carlo's experience and genius shouldn't be on this on my level, man. That's it. He shouldn't be thinking that oh, Hazard can be the almighty force nine that we are looking for. I mean, barring the game against Celtic, and it's fourteen Celtic. Fucking Celtic. What has Hazard done? nothing and i'm saying that's why well, let's not waste time about we, about how we, we we sat down you know they sat down rather in the summer and decided that rodrigo can play for sign hazard can play for sign because of this we're going to go small ball have vinicius rodrigo and asensio play together and this is going to be fantastic i mean even the reason why pep was able to do this was because he has a player named messi man yeah this is the only reason why he was able to play small ball man yeah I mean this it's it doesn't take much I don't know I've been saying these are very simple and basic things man just go get your fucking Vegas Igalo Jeko whoever it is it's not working throw him on Benzema drops in as a two two you know at place as a two striker Benzema is a very smart player that he can play with a second striker very very smart player easily he will mesh with a second striker you know and just you know do your thing but right now we don't have a plan B man it goes from Rodrigo to Asensio and then it's Kamavinga i mean we if we if care is not even taken so like we're going to destroy Kamavinga's career in the sense that he's going to end up as just an impact saw throughout his career that's the only thing he will offer us because when he comes in he brings a different dimension a dimension that at least till now we haven't him seen be uh, we haven't been able to see him bring for that you know 90 minutes span so that's the thing like you know very young, very young faru very young and uh, you know we should give him time he he is a rash player kamavinga kamavinga is the least of our issue like like he has helped us to the maximum i mean really, the point is it's not about him being an issue like there what i'm just saying is that if care is not being taken we could actually even destroy his career as well that's the point i'm trying to make to you here mm. i don't think we're going to destroy his career oh i mean only time will tell because that's the thing man we've we've seen a lot of what a lot of things but just the point is you know like even if he is a man example on the like wrong, wrong people even if he remains an impact substitute you know like he's going to contribute a lot he he is a real game changer when the when opposition players are tired 
you know. Yeah, but I mean, no player, wanna, no player wants to remain a game changer for their whole life, man. Like, that's the thing. Everyone wants to go and become a starter. They need to make a living out of it, you know, like... It's it's but not I mean, a bad position. That's to be. that's that's a whole discussion for another time. You know, like the thing is obviously like Kamavinga is a list of the problems right now. Actually, what it obviously like I mean, uh, the the attack or in my opinion. But tell me, tell me about the attack. Tell me about the attack. Is 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 Vinicius rightfully you know being you know pointed some blame at you know because his productivity has gone down a cliff. He doesn't look like he has his head on his shoulders because he runs into spaces which are not there tries to take on too many too many people all at the same time also it might be due to the lack of you know attacking prowess that mendy has but don't you think vinicius has been you know like below par post the world cup definitely i think i definitely think uh, something has changed for vinicius and that's the thing that right now a lot of teams have tried to figure out the fact that Vinicius needs that space to exploit, you know. Because one thing is that Vinicius is a very fast dribbler. He dribbles past one person and there's a ton of space for him to exploit. But now he's not just being double teamed, he's now being triple teamed. You know, so that now yeah. becomes that what happens is that even if you're able to evade one, the second and the third are there, you know, they close down the space and it's literally almost impossible, you know, to 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 uh to get out of that. But what usually used to happen also in the past is that when you when we watch games in the past as well, you know, we always had, you know, that uh, midfield presence also. Yeah. I feel like, you know, rather than it being Mendy rather, I feel like that midfield, midfield presence of Tony Cross or some even at, at the other time, Soka Modric were always there, you know, to offer an avenue out. For that, that, that's one of the most shocking things that I, I noticed, you know, like the El Clasico. But now there is no avenue. It's just Vini in a crowd of yeah. one. I mean, actually, I saw a screenshot of mm. the Clasico game and like it was yeah. Vini and like you're like four red shirts all around him and like you can't even see a white shirt in the vicinity. What do you expect to happen? The man is not fucking Maradona. Man. Yeah, that's another point I was coming to. Like while I was watching the Clasico, uh, although I turned off after the third goal, when they scored a third, third goal, like I switched off the stream. But... All throughout that, like maybe sixty odd minutes or something, um, I saw just one run from Modric, and after that he was gone. Like he couldn't, he couldn't barely, you know, like catch his breath. He made one run from from the midfield onto the left flank, left wide channel, to offer on um, to offer an overlap. But that's the only instance. Like this is what I was always banging on about. Like you know, like these guys don't have legs because we need. Runners from the midfield. Remember, Farouk. Like I used to, I used to get more. Actually, the thing is, to be honest, like right now there's a lot of uh, issues, you know, that goes on at the team. But one thing also that we also have to, you know, yeah. let's not be too quick and rush to, you know, just uh, make judgments and see what is and what is not. Because the point is, the only reason why last season happened with Vinicius and Mendy was that Mendy was doing for Vini. A lot of defensive duties. He was covering for Vini a lot. Mm. You know, that's one of the things. So, like, I mean, if not for me, really, like, honestly, I don't have a lot of calms about Mendy. Honestly, I just feel like we need someone to compete with him. My major problem, will, my major problem, will be with the whole Dani Carvalho side. But I feel like you know, let's not also be too quick to judge because right now we are in a slump that is so typical Real Madrid slump. You know, like as you said, honestly, like. December, January, it's always garbage from us. You know, like we've seen this over and over again. You understand? Yeah. So maybe yeah. it picks up, maybe it doesn't pick up because in my opinion, this claims that this, you know, uh, tactical flaws that have been highlighted 
these are some things that have been there always and always. This is something that, you know, it's always been a Carlo Ancelotti thing. You know, that's why I've always said, like, in my opinion, like, I don't think Carlo Ancelotti is a manager that will, you know, lead the new generation into something because I feel like the way of football has changed to what he yeah. does. Because Carlo Ancelotti is a man who provides an environment for the players to thrive. Mm. Okay, obviously, I'm not taking away his tactical now or anything. Obviously, for sure, like, the man will win all what you want by just saying, oh, yeah, you can do it. Definitely not. He is, you know, instilling some tactical uh, nows into the team as well. But there should be a sense of rigidity, you know, a sense of complexity related to the way you play the game, which is something mm. that doesn't exist right now. What we do right now is just hero ball. It's just hero ball. Ferdinand already scores from 30 yards. Uh, Benzema scores a hard trick for three straight games. How is that even possible? I don't even know, you know. Vinicius comes out of nowhere and does what he does, you know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we've just been playing hero ball, hero ball, hero ball. Individual brilliance, individual brilliance, individual brilliance, okay? Individual I mean, brilliance FC was the, was the theme last season. You know, like, uh, the, the double mastered all, you know, it, it, it clouded even, you know, our eyes. Even your eyes, Farooq, to an extent, you know, even you weren't pleased with the final win. So, you weren't uh, much, you know, uh, fooled. You weren't fooled that much, uh, like, if I, if I recall. But Jacob, Left-hand side is, is is a shambles. What about the right-hand side? What can we do on the right-hand side? There, there are options. There, there is Rodrigo, there is Asensio. Asensio, I think, has had some redeeming qualities this season. Like, when given the chance. Not every time, but sometimes. Um, sometimes, Farouk, yeah. like, I mean, I mean uh, Sunit... Uh... Whenever I like see recent Real Madrid games, I forget that there's a right hand side uh, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, been the there's, there's like pretty much nothing going on. Like Carvajal is not putting up a cross. Uh, Valverde is not making that uh, byline run that he usually does because nobody is there to support and give him the ball at that position. Uh, and uh, Valverde hasn't been able to t- tuck in and uh, cut in uh, and shoot from his left left foot uh, mm-hmm. after that initial set of games. Yeah. I guess it is uh, because he's uh, too busy covering uh, Carvajal. And yeah. whenever like Rodrigo and Asensio come on, like Asensio, when he comes on, he has a decent shift. Like surprisingly, this season, he puts in. Uh, he's, he's fighting for either a move away or a contract. Exactly, you, you can know, see so. there's something motivating him, and then he's doing pretty good. Uh, but with Rodrigo, like uh, I feel like he has received specific instructions to move over to the left and link up with yeah. Benzema and Vinicius just to create that extra bit of space for Vinny, because Mendy is mm. not gonna provide that space. Mendy is not gonna hug the touchline. Uh, so it's up to Rodrigo to abandon his right side where he's supposed to be attacking and support Benzema and uh, Vinicius, and that so far hasn't really worked out because oh, it's much more it looks, easier. It looks, very, it looks very sexy on the eye. You know, but, I think that's what people think it is. Yeah, but it's like, so easy to defend. Uh, exactly. Like, yeah, very, very easy to defend. Very easy to defend. Like, all the combinations, they just run into their own spaces. You know, like, that, that's what happens. Uh, yeah, the right situation, we can't even discuss because it's fucking non-existent. Like, I don't know what to discuss. <laughs> but I can't find. You know, like, this, this, is, this is Comedy Central. FC at the moment. Um, but yeah, Benzema, man. Where do I begin? Benzema, for me, has given me so much. Um, I, I just can't speak bad about him. Um, we always knew this slump was coming. We always knew that you know he's going to be uh, so knackered that he's going to start getting niggling injuries, which is not going to you know 
make him be 100% fit and benzema is not your typical center forward who relies on just instinct to score goals benzema is an orchestrator like he needs his body to be at optimum levels to you know like drop deep pick up the ball you know like spread wide combine with people uh it's 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 like we haven't seen that sparkling benzema you know like feet that often this season it's it's not a surprise he like if you if you guys notice like he has gained like a little bit of weight he looks a little more chubbier i know it 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 was a big year for him like obviously winning the ballon d'or and and what not is is bound to you know make you a little laid back <laughs> if i was in his position like i i know how i would be he is the captain he knows he has the responsibility to lead by example and what not but like we discussed on so many other positions in this in this episode like the lack of competition is is just pure nonsense there should be at least a fucking decoy like put put a put a scarecrow put a scarecrow on the bench probably it might make him feel oh okay there's someone behind me but at this moment in time mariano diaz is supposed to be the guy who is going to be deputizing for you know Karim Benzema like it was always going to be downhill if Benzema doesn't perform and i can't seem to wrap my head around why like it is not a, it is it, this is what gets to me yeah for for the board to sit around and you know like juggle finances look at oh where uh, how are we on 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 return on investment blah 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 at the end of the fiscal year and all that shit it is not even a specialist position it is not a specialist position like a goalkeeper or a cdm you know it is a fucking target man it is an alternative to the kind of link up forward we have in benzema and bring in someone who is an out and out number 9 Yeah. It is a fucking straightforward thing. Like you don't you don't need to download like football manager and 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 like scout shit. At least do what Chelsea is doing. Look at other clubs what they are doing and at least go by that. You know, it's so nice like that we are holding back on. It's a, I think the reason that we haven't signed like a pure uh, number 9 or like a someone to take over Benzema when we need is purely because Carlos says hey I just don't need another striker uh, because like you have to remember we also signed fucking Endrick for 45 plus million and then yeah. instead of spending like 5 to 10 million on maybe or, or someone loan just to get to uh, just to give Benzema some rest like that is just not a priority like the immediate uh, season is just not a priority for this board it's just it is just wishful thinking wishful thinking at its finest they just think oh you know what probably probably when the champions league anthem is blaring these guys flick you know flick their switch and suddenly turn up how like how they did last season that's what they're banking on and probably go big in the summer but anything that's going to happen between now and the end of may is is up in the air basically and if it goes wrong let's 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 hope it doesn't if it goes wrong all these good will that these incredible set of players have built up all over these years would be forgotten i'm telling you these our fan base any fan base in the world it, it's their their minds are fickle like if you crash out 
like before the semi-finals, nobody, nobody's going to escape any blame. There'll be nowhere to hide for all these players, you know, like irrespective of what they've achieved just 12 months ago, they will have no place to hide. And <laughs> when we, when we talk about no place to hide, we got to move on to Carlo, which is our final point. I, I told you guys, 20 minutes is not enough to cover what we are going through. You know, we are, we are 40 minutes into the episode. Let's just wrap it up quickly. Carlo, guys, um, let's start with, you know, the the forever critic. That's what I'm going to call him. You know, the forever critic of uh, Don Carlo, Farouk. Like, like, do you think, again, uh, there can be some redemption in, in, in Carlo's season? Definitely. I actually count on it. That's the thing. Like, you know, this is what is so, you know, that's why, like, you know, Carlo Ancelotti is so, like, you know, a match for Real Madrid. You know, like, it's 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 a team that, you know, I don't know, at least since I've been watching Real Madrid, I can't, okay, other than the, I was, I there was one season with Mourinho and one season with Zidane where I could, you know, beat my chest that we could win, you know, 50 games. Like, I mean, any game we could win it. Like, we would literally almost have any, not have any off, you know. But other than that, like, you know, Real Madrid is a team that plays as if, like, you know, we have such a, you know, arrogance with us that we play whenever we want to play, you know. So I think it's very similar to to Carl Ancelotti's style of uh, football as well, you know. We saw last year how the Champions League was won, you know, uh, when what is and what is not. So I actually feel like there is, you know, there's going to be more likely an ending to this. Okay, what's, what's it going to be? I don't know, you understand? Uh, does he win the Champions League again? Does he get to the semi-final? I don't know, like, what's, what's going to happen or like thereof. But I do genuinely feel like, you know, Carlo will still get something somewhere. But that's the thing, like, he might still win or, like, still end up the season good. And people are still going to, you know, say, okay, yeah, let's continue with Carlo. And then next year we'll come to the same November, December. It's the same thing. You know, so that's the thing, like, honestly, like, that's why, like, I know, although, like, I'm really bored right now and I'm just watching garbage, but I really am not bothered because, like, this is something I have just come to expect of Carlo and Saluti. And I just want to, you know, raise some points that you guys raised right now. For example, Sunny talk about buying a midfielder. Do you think you're going to buy a midfielder and Carlo Ancelotti will just say, oh, no, I'm not playing Modric, I'm going to play this player I bought? Mm. I mean, we all know this. We've seen Carlo, be it his Milan team, be it his Chelsea team, be it even at Napoli, man. It's for his first time at Real Madrid. He has a 16, 17, 18 man, I mean, maximum 19 players who he plays till they die. This is just it. So, like, you know, when that's why I told you guys earlier, like, I just go and... 19 is a fetch. You're being generous. I mean, no that's way. why I just, you know, I just, when I when I go and I read on the, you know, be it the Athletic or Goal or, you know, BR and this guy's just right. Oh, Carlo has just this amount of players. Oh, no, uh, Carlo sold the, uh, has is a midfielder short. I'm like, did this guy start watching football yesterday or what? I mean, I I haven't I didn't even watch Carlos Milan that much, but I know this. Like I've seen his Chelsea team, I've seen his Real Madrid team, I've seen his Napoli team. He has just 14, 15, 16 players who he plays with till they die. He doesn't change anything. So the fact that you know bringing in a midfielder or bringing in this and that, I mean, the point is they're defenders there, you know. And the reason why actually I remember the name of Ivan Fresnel is that because the guy was so good that I still remember him right now. And I don't even know the team that we played, but I know I we played against this guy. Okay, like huh. Is he better than what we have? Maybe not. But he has an opportunity to challenge this. But the point is, this is the way Carlo operates, you know. And un- unfortunately, like, I don't know, but this is just not the way anymore. This is just not the way anymore. People are going to get injured. People are going to get this. You need to have someone that's going to be there. And my most important critic of Carlo has always been, 
there is no style of play. And I remember very much, I once said this on this show, and it was a big argument. Oh, we have a style of play, we have a style of play. Someone please tell me, what's the complex religious system that we have? We have nothing. We have nothing. We literally just play hero ball, hero ball, and hero ball. Obviously, like playing hero ball, watching Benzema does what he does, or Vini or Luca or Tony Cruz. It's so fucking, you know, exciting. So, like, I mean, we can overlook that. Fine and good, but when shit hits the fan, people should not yeah. come back and be, oh, no, we don't have a tactic, we don't have a system. No, this is how it's always been. This is how we won the teams we won last year. So that's just the thing, like, as I said, like, if Carlo wins, I wouldn't be surprised because this is the man. This is what he does, literally. I just if hope Carlo he does. Wins. I just hope he does. For me, for me, like, I always agreed with your points, you know, like, even when we won the Champions League, yes, I would, I would dispute that, you know, like, he had some, he obviously, like, we can't, like, completely write off he doesn't have any tactical now like obviously he had a game plan against city against liverpool you know um against uh, chelsea like he had a clear game plan to you know maximize what we can do with what we have right yeah. um which he which he excelled at but this season um although i'm fucking fucking pissed with the the current state of affairs like i'm going to cut him some slack because of the world cup we can't deny the fact that the World Cup has taken a toll on not every player, but some of the major players. At the World Cup, the Club World Cup and the fucking Spanish Super Cup, which was, you know, a shambles again, to the mix, like, I can't see how how he gets so much blame. Apart from the fact that, the obvious fact that he doesn't trust many players. He doesn't trust the academy. He doesn't trust the youth as much. Um, but again, like Farooq said, like it has been his uh, MO, you know, his modus operandi uh, to not trust uh, young talent. Um, so I'm going to cut him some slack because of the fucking, you know, like jammy schedule. Um, there isn't much he can do. It, like reportedly he asked for a, a fullback and a DM, a midfielder or something, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and the board rejected it. We all know, we all knew that, you know, winter transfers are not something that, you know, like, what was the last winter transfer we did? Was it, was it Adabayo in 2011? Was Adabayo signed for six months or was he signed for a year? I don't recall, but it's very, very rare, you know. Um, I remember SEN was signed for a, season-long contract, yeah, so it was year-long. Season yeah. yeah, so, yeah, like, winter transfer, we don't dip our feet into the winter transfer market, like, we always knew that. So, Carlo, like, you should have told these guys, yeah, like, Mbappe is out of the picture, Haaland is out of the picture, like, get someone low-profile who's not going to create a ruckus and help the team out. One midfielder, under 10 million, one forward, under 10 million, that's it. And rely on wing-backs from the academy. Probably, you know, Miguel, who has moved on, you know, or, or, or someone like Vinicius Tobias. That would have made us feel much more secure about our, you know, uh, our uh, thoughts about the squad. But yeah. at least he included Vinicius Tobias for the fixture tomorrow. You know, Mario Martin, very promising, you know, like uh, defensive midfielder. He's in the squad list as well. But I don't see him giving them like more than like 15 minutes. 
I don't see I don't see that happening against. That's, and that is only yeah. if we are winning. Uh, if we are losing, there there is no chance they are coming in. Yeah, that is that is gonna be. I hope that doesn't like you know. I just hope that that doesn't become the news that that thanks Carlo because I love the man so much. Like like even even though Zidane is iconic, like for me Zidane is an emotion. What Carlo gave me, the decima, irreplaceable. I don't think any man can you know like stand on on the same pedestal as Carlo for me. at least in my lifetime right but um i don't want to see the reason that he doesn't trust like at least some of the younger players to do a job against four tier sides you know four tier sides in a copa del rey which historically we have never you know never cared really about i hope that doesn't you know become the the case whereby he gets you know uh He he gets sacked and and whatnot. But yeah, anything else to add, Jacob, on Carlo? No, I mean, Carlo is not getting sacked, man. Not this season. I hope not. I, I hope mean, Madison second in the league. He's still in the round of sixteen. So I mean, even if he loses to Liverpool, like they're gonna say, yeah, oh, it's Liverpool. It's a European giant. So it's not. Let, let's not say shit like that. Oh my I god. Carlo is not getting sacked, man. So I mean, just wake up from your. If you have such a weird dream, or I don't know, just wake up from that. Carlo's there till the yeah. end of season, man. Nothing's gonna happen about that. Yeah, I I I think he's gonna like. For me, even though he like you're not a fan of him, most guys are not fan of a you know like the very slight tactical approach that he has. I genuinely would love for him to stay, you know, another season, especially if we win some sort of silverware, the big silverware uh, this season. I would love for him to stay. You know, I don't I don't see any other manager that's gonna do a job that. We all know the Real Madrid job is is not your average job. You know, just tactical nous is not going to cut it at, at the Bernabeu. So, Carlo, is, Carlo and us, it's it's a perfect marriage. Although at the moment it doesn't seem like it's going too well, um, I see some hope. You know, like hopefully, like like we all believe, you know, the Champions League can bring some of that mojo back. Um, I don't give a shit about you know the fucking Super Copa. You know, like those. Can party, you know, away their entire year, uh, winning that trophy. Like I don't care, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much sums it up for me. Uh, what has been going on? Um, you know, like it wasn't easy to watch the Clasico. Uh, if you if you guys recall, like my reaction, it was I said it's disgusting. That's what I thought. You know, disgusting to watch. But give it like given it a few days. um i'm much more calmer and level headed i think that you know like there is still ample time to fix up like even though we are not going to be active in the transfer market i think we can turn this around we have been in worse situations before and and have come back from literally the dead so i think we can still do something that that begins tomorrow that begins tomorrow um is it away it's away right It's away at uh, yeah, yeah, it's a ceramic. It starts there, you know. Uh, we lost to Villarreal, um, so it's time to set the record straight and you know uh, begin on a good note. I hope this is the reset. I genuinely hope this is the reset because in less than a month's time, we go uh, we go to Dubai. I think is it for the club? No, Morocco. 
for the club World Cup, and then we have to come back and you know go to Anfield. So there's absolutely no respite. It's gonna be back to back to back to back to back all the way throughout. Is there even any international breaks until until April May? I don't think so. No, they, so I think there's one in March. There's one in March. In March? Yeah. I don't think it's more than two weeks anyway. So there you go. It's <clears> it's <throat> just a uh, full throttle, you know, uh, pedal to the metal uh, action from now on. So I just hope we can hold it together. Any final thoughts you guys might want to add? You know, um, like you said, like I hope the switch gets turned on tomorrow. Uh, but I feel like because we are missing like a lot of players, uh, Madridus shouldn't be upset too much if it doesn't happen immediately. But I'm pretty sure mm. we're gonna like turn it around this month. Mm. We got to, we got to. There is no other way. This can't go on for you know much longer. Faru. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just, you know, let's let, let the Champions League reach on, man, because I think that's the one thing that motivates these people more. I hope that music, that anthem, that anthem. I don't is know, man. That's, that's, I mean, that's the only conclusion I can come to, honestly. That's the only thing yeah. I'm just, at least I hope, because as you said, new players haven't come in. At least let's, you know, let's let's do what we know how to do best, which is play the Champions League football, man, at least. Maybe that's, you know, big something. Also, big, 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 uh, um, Big exclusion from from tomorrow's game. Jacob reminded us uh, before we came on to record the pod. Um, Lunin is out, and apparently he didn't know that he was being replaced by Thibaut for for tomorrow's game. Thoughts on thoughts on that? Like, like isn't it like very harsh? I mean, Lunin that's, that's typical Carlo. No, I mean that's what he does, man. As I said earlier, he just has a group of players who he does this, he his teams with, and he does you know. Forgets about every other person, and it's really harsh in my opinion as well. But it is what it is. What you say. Mm. Yeah, like if if you, if you really deep it, if Carlo was here and Cristiano left, and it was instead of Santiago Solari, it was Carlo. Do you think Vinicius is getting the amount of minutes he got? No chance. <laughs> no chance. So yeah, like. But then I mean, Vini was an expensive purchase, so I assume that Vini would have gotten that, similar to the way the guy was going to get it. Like, what he would have gotten minutes, but I don't think he would be trusted as much. No, I don't think so. That's 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 another whole thing. The Hazard was a hundred million purchase. He was trusted for a bit, but after that, irrespective of you know his price tag, his reputation, he was. Russia side. Because the I point is, like, let's 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 not forget, like, this is a player who, this is the coach who brought in, like, so you know, Alex, uh, sorry, Alex Pato, Ricardo Kaka, and so on and so forth. So, like, he's shown that he's like, if you bank, if you have the, you know, the big, I don't know what they call it, uh, if you know, gamble big on the player, he's willing to to get them into the team. So there is that as well. It's just that once he has a team, it's difficult for you to bring someone new into it. That's the only problem there. Mm. Well. Yeah, uh, I hope we get the job done. Nacho is going to, you know, play right back um, tomorrow as per what I think the reports are. Uh, Benzema is going to play uh, for sure. Vinny is going to start. I'm not sure about Vinny. Um, Modric is out. Um, Chouamini is out, right? Alab is out. Uh, Cruz is going to play, I, I guess. Cruz, Fede... Uh, Modric, I don't know. Modric it's is out looking. as well, uh, so it's going to be Kamavinga. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Motor is resting. Sorry. Um, Kamavinga, Kamavinga. I, I just hope it, it it clicks into gear, man. These guys needs uh, like a a blatant lift. You know, like they they need like like a, a springboard uh, for you know like to to uh, to get back uh, into playing. You know, um, good stuff. Like when you look at the players, they don't they don't look happy. They don't look like they enjoy themselves. Like this needs to you know. this needs to change like asap like they need the that spark need to come back like i don't know how else to put it you know that, that spark is missing like we need to regain that um and tomorrow is uh, is the best way to start i i i believe um if there's nothing else i i, I think we, we we should wrap it up um yeah um before we go like this these are what we think you know like what we think has gone wrong like you may agree with it might not agree with it if you have something to add to what we said if you have something against what we think is happening post your thoughts in the comments below you know cuz it is for you guys we do this right so we always love to have a back and forth with our listeners um yeah, like definitely. beat on yeah beat on spotify beat on youtube so like if you guys have any any grievances or you know anything to add to what we think is ha- is unfolding before our very eyes like feel free to you know like uh you know like po- post post it in the comment section and also reach out to us on you know on instagram on twitter um and what not and yeah if you if you like the content you know smash the like and uh don't forget to subscribe because like we have we have stuff coming up like all throughout the year um like it's 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 going to be a jam packed uh mid calendar for us uh definitely you know um, with the trip to anfield the big one next month um yeah before we go uh check out real medical committee our partners on instagram they run a brilliant very dedicated real medical fan page go check them out and uh yeah like fingers crossed fingers crossed for tomorrow Hello Madrid. Hello Madrid. Hello Madrid.